2: Feminism is the radical idea that woman's safety is more important than men's feelings. Hello, and welcome back to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice. Right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. From Cynthia Bryant, producer of Express Yourself and Star Cell Productions, We bring this program to the airwaves as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are Charity, a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. For today's show, Be The Star You Are wants to thank everyone who has volunteered and supported BTSYA over the years. We are thrilled to be serving the world if you'd like to help us celebrate being a top nonprofit with a donation, please visit www.btsya.org. Every dollar counts, and we will use the funds for our outreach programs. Make sure to listen to Express Yourself wherever you listen to radio or music iTunes, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, and more. We broadcast from the Empowerment Channel on Voice America Radio the largest radio network in the world.
1: And I'm Nahal. We have an important announcement. Saturday, September 25th, Be The Star You Are will participate in the first live event at the Pear and Wine Festival with a boot sponsored by the La Marinda Weekly and MB Jesse Painting. Wear your mask and visit us. Many of our Express Yourself hosts and reporters will be on hand. We will be giving away free books and have free activities. We have an amazing show planned for today, all about women's safety. In segment two, I'll be talking about tips on women's safety. And right now, Dia is going to talk about her women's safety app, Keep Me Safe. Go ahead, Dia.
2: Hi, it's Dia. And for today's segment of Silver Lining, I will be talking about an app and nonprofit I have developed called Keep Me Safe. It is a voice recognition technology to help the user in times of need.
1: Wow, that's amazing. So how does Keep Me Safe work?
2: The way that Keep Me Safe works is that the user can simply press the button in the middle of the screen, activate Keep Me Safe when they feel unsafe. The voice recognition software will listen to the user and it will detect if the user says the keyword help. Upon hearing this, it will play a loud alarm sound to scare away the attacker and will also start tracking the user's location and send a ready-made text message to 911 with the user's location. This is the primary feature of Keep Me Safe, but along with this, there is an emergency SOS button, as well as a place to anonymously report assault, a place where you can learn articles so you can read more about self-defense techniques and more, and there's also a resource page filled with resources you can contact when the situation arises.
1: Yeah, and I think that I think that's really smart. And you know, it's really amazing that you know you created this app. And it, it says like you know it it listens for the keyword help, and then it sounds the alarm and sends it to the police. And I think that's really helpful because you know a lot of like I've seen cases where attackers. You know, people scream help, but there's nobody around to see them. And, you know, we always, mostly now everybody has a phone or a smartphone. And with the, this app that you created, I think it'd be really helpful and really important to a lot of people. So what inspired you to create Keep Me Safe?
2: Um, thank you so much um, for that. Um, and I really appreciate it. So what inspired me to create Keep Me Safe is in January last year after school, I came across a news article that talked about how this girl from my city had been abducted by three men and was raped. This story really bothered me and it really stayed in my mind for a few weeks. After doing some more research about the story, I found out that the girls had texted her friend on Snapchat and her friends from there found her location on the Snapchat maps and called the police. But this whole thing bothered me because I thought that maybe if there was an app that did this whole process in a shorter amount of time, maybe um, this whole situation could have been controlled and it wouldn't have happened. So I just started brainstorming and from there, my idea for Keep Me Safe kind of solidified. And that year, I just started taking my Intro to CS class. So I was actually becoming a lot more interested in technology and I was like, okay, this is actually something that I could do.
1: Yeah, and I think that it's great that you know you created this app again and you know that the reason why you created it is it's important kind of based off the article you read and I know this is a bit off topic but like I'm also taking my first computer science class and I think that it's kind of crazy how that we people now make apps like for example like the app you've made and it just helps so many different people like the different apps that people create, how it can just benefit so many people in different ways. And I think it's just, again, amazing that you created this app. And I, I also think that the way you got inspired by it is really important, too. So how did you come up with like the feature set for Keep Me Safe?
2: So um, first of all, that's really cool how you're taking your first computer science class and I wish you the best of luck in it because it's really exciting and it's a really useful skill to learn. So for coming up with the feature set for Keep Me Safe, I first narrowed down the features I wanted in my app. So I kind of did just a rough sketch on a piece of paper so I can like really understand like what I kind of wanted the app to look like. And since I wanted Keep Me Safe to save women in danger situations, I wanted it to stand out from other safety apps. And in other safety apps, I've noticed that the user had to press a bunch of buttons in order to get help. So in order to differentiate it from my like, competitors, I guess, I thought that what naturally happens to someone when they're in danger. And my answer to that is that they scream help. So I thought of um, making my app more intuitive by incorporating voice recognition in my app. The second thing I tried to keep, take care of is I wanted to make sure that 911 had all the details they needed to help the user. So that's why I enabled location tracking so that 911 has all the information and they can just go help the user as soon as possible. Um, and then finally, I wanted to make sure that my app also helps the user in the moment from the assaulter because 911 is really helpful, but it does take time to come. So I made a loud alarm that was triggered upon the user saying help. So just like if this is happening in a public place, more attention is drawn to the situation, and it'll also just scare off kind of whoever's bothering that woman. Um, and then the other thing is I wanted to add in some more secondary features I thought would be helpful and keep me safe. So one of these was the option to anonymously report sexual assault. So I have the rain, which is the um, the national like anti-sexual Assault Organization, their hotline linked in the report section under my app. I also wanted the user to be able to browse articles related. So I found a collection of articles with topics ranging from self-defense techniques to safety tips. So once I started developing the app, I found that the process was very time-consuming and really frustrating at times. But at the same time, it was also pretty rewarding. And through research, I was just really able to learn about this whole new world about app development that I previously didn't really know existed.
1: Yeah, and uh, kind of like you said that how, that, you know, it takes time for 911 to come and that's why you like enabled the loud alarm. And I kind of think that's really important because you're right, it does take a while for 911 to like, you know, maybe get the notification or find the location and then send people out there. And it's kind of like how, When parents tell their little kids, like, you know, if they see a stranger, scream stranger danger if they're in a public place because it helps alert other people. And that same thing with the alarm, it'll help alert, you know, people around the area. And if the police takes a while to come, they can help out in that situation. And I think that it's really important, but it's like it's really important that you kind of made this app. But I know that along with, you know, making app is often a lot of struggles. So what kind of struggles did you face when you were building this app?
2: So honestly since it was my first time ever making an app, I feel like I struggled on every single part of the app. So one of the main things was just getting used to the app development platform I use, which was Xcode. And even what other developers consider to be simple like adding like buttons into the app from the for the user interface, I found that to be also really confusing. So even like very little things I really struggled on and I also struggled with implementing outside APIs and frameworks which is basically for the voice recognition and location tracking but through research and like a bit of like dedication and just not giving up i was eventually able to figure it out
1: yeah and i i know that those struggles probably you know were you know kind of annoying maybe or frustrating at first but you how like you got over it and you kind of made the app that kind of shows that you know that maybe next time if you make another app that the same thing will happen that when you do come across like a struggle or if it's the same struggle, you'll get past that too. So what did you do that once when you were, when you were done building the app, Keep Me Safe?
2: So after building the app, Keep Me Safe, I submitted it into a competition called Technovation Challenge, which is just a competition for girls in STEM. And it ended up becoming an international semi-finalist so that kind of um, improved my confidence a lot and it made me like really proud of Keep Me Safe. And I also submitted a business growth plan for this um, business conference um, at my school called DECA and it kind of like went through the rankings. So it won in the state level and then it qualified for the international conference, which um, was in April. And I also submitted it to the Congressional App Challenge and that ended up winning for my district. So. That also gave me a lot of great opportunities. So I got to have an interview with Congresswoman Zoe Lofgren and um, the news station ABC7 Bay Area News wanted to cover Keep Me Safe stories. So it ended up going national and was featured just not in the Bay Area, but in other prominent news stations like ABC7 New York, um, Los Angeles and so on. And it also got tweeted about by San Jose's chief innovation officer. So it just um, really helped like with a lot of publicity and stuff.
1: Yeah, and I think that it's amazing that you know that you went to you ended up becoming international semifinalist and you know you went you did such a great job, you know, in your district and the county and then you know even news stations and you met a congresswoman. I think that's really amazing that that happened with the app that you built, and I think that it's really beneficial and it's going to help a lot of people. Um, so did being on the news, like I know it helped publicize it, but how big or how helpful was it being on the news? How helpful was it to publicize Keep Me Safe?
2: Um, I think that's the main thing that made the download shoot up. So in the first week, the downloads for Keep Me Safe went from 50 to 2,200, and it also opened up a, a lot of opportunities, so a podcast um, invited me to, like, an interview, and it also opened up uh, partnerships with prominent organizations like YWCA and um, Alliance for Girls, so it was really exciting.
1: Yeah, that's, that's really amazing that, you know, that you got to work with a lot of other organizations, you were able to be invited on like the podcast. And like you've already said, I go on the news. And I think that's really amazing that that happened. And can you just tell me a little bit more about Keep Me Safe as like a nonprofit?
2: Yeah, for sure. So Keep Me Safe is basically a coalition of youth and women fighting to empower women everywhere by providing them with tools and technologies which can be used to protect themselves in a dangerous situation. So along with that, Keep Me Safe app I've just been talking about. Um, there's also a global network of young activists who are passionate about this cause and work towards this goal through community organizing, educational initiatives, women's safety workshops and social media outreach.
1: Yeah, and I I think that, um, you know, that it, it's, 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 again, like it's really amazing that you, again, made that app and kind of, more on how that, you know, that you, it went to app store, became global and you went on all these other organizations or you're trying to, you started working with these organizations, you went on these podcasts on the news. And I think that it's really important because the cause that you did, it's obviously very important. And sadly in our society today, it is a cause that people have to worry about, but I think that this app would be really helpful. Um, so like, how did you kind of, like, get the organizations? Like, do they call you? Do they email you? Or kind of did they reach out to you, in like, in a different way? Or did you, like, work with them yet or anything like that?
2: Um, yeah, so for sure. So for um, so basically one way I got in contact with a lot of organizations is because of um, Congresswoman Zoe Lofgren, her office was super helpful and kind and they gave me a lot of connections. So that's how I found the YWCA as well as some other people. And another thing they did is they gave me connection to Miss um, Pratima Pondi, who is um, who is like in Silicon Valley. She is um, a government like kind of in charge of women's safety in Silicon Valley and she was really knowledgeable and helpful and helped me also get in contact with a lot of places. And I did before like try just emailing them but usually people don't respond to random, like companies don't really respond to random emails but because I had Pr- Miss um, Pratima Pondi's kind of um, approval, it really helped them like actually wanna work with me. So for example, for the YWCA, um, I met with them on a Zoom call and we had this kind of business, um, like business agreement where um, um, they can post about keep me safe on their social medias and stuff. And in exchange, I have a link to YWCA on my app.
1: Yeah, and I I think that's really cool that, you know, like kind of like you said, like they don't organizations, they don't really like get emails from a lot of people uh, like, I mean, they get them, but they don't really look at them and kind of how you said that, you know, when you were with the Congresswoman, it kind of gave you, I guess like that publicization. Um, How, like, I think it's really amazing that, you know, again, like that you made this app and I think it's really cool that you're starting to work with these organizations. Like you said, you had like that zoom call meeting with them and you guys kind of exchange, like, I guess a business idea. Um, And, if more organizations are kind of like interested in joining you, how do you think that they're able to reach you?
2: Um, so if they're interested in joining, um, I would really appreciate it if you could email dia.hituvali at keepmesafecorp.org. So to spell that, it is D-I-Y-A dot H-I-T-U-V-A-L-L-I at um, keepmesafecorp.org
1: Yeah, and it's, again, you guys can reach her at that if you know there are any other organizations that are listening to. And so kind of, do you, got, do you also have like different volunteers along with you or that work with you for Keep Me Safe? And kind of what do those kind of volunteers do help make the app better or, you know, kind of reach it out to more people?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. So, um, Keep Me Safe is has a volunteer team about uh, about 50 volunteers. And these volunteers are kind of split and do different activities depending on what they're interested in. So, there are staff writers who write articles about Keep Me Safe's Medium page. And then there are also social media interns who... Create content for Keep Me Safe social media accounts, so um, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn. Um, in addition to that, we also have an event coordinator, website coordinator, and director of communications. So, um, for example, the event coordinator helped organize a self defense workshop with a martial arts coach named Juliana um, Porsche. And I'd say that the volunteer team is a really great team, and we work really well together and also have a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, and that's really cool that you know, the volunteers, they do those different activities. Like, they all help with the app in a different way, like whether it's like you know, coordinating to events or you know, doing the social media. And I think that's really important and really cool that all these people are volunteering. And would you like to tell us like, how you got these volunteers? On keep me safe
2: yeah so to get um volunteers I had to file for um keep me safe is not a 501c3 but it's a certified NGO so um, basically I kind of advertised it that like if you volunteer for keep me safe you get volunteer hours because it's a certified organization and I really appeal to people based on that because it's like Um, first of all, cause that a lot of people are passionate about, and then it's also appealing how you get rewarded by volunteer hours. And then I'd say the other thing that makes being a volunteer for Keep Me Safe more enticing is the fact that there's different things you can do depending on your interest. So if you really like writing, then you can be a part of the blog. And if you really like um, social media, like graphic design, you can be part of the social media team.
1: Yeah. And You know, I think, honestly, that's really cool how kind of you like advertise it to the volunteers. Like if they're like, you know, like you said, they like doing the social media, they can be part of the social media team. And I think that's kind of uh, really cool that like people. If they're interested in those certain topics, like you know, being the social media coordinator or media coordinator, it really helps them, you know, kind of express their skills. And also they're doing it for a great cause. And I'm kind of wondering, so what do you do at. It's like being the leader of keep me safe
2: yeah so basically I'd say I have to first like plan out every week what um each of the teams are doing so I have like um a document where we have a schedule so I kind of come up with like what the posts are going to be for that week what the blogs are going to be and I also have to like interview new members to join to make sure that they are like um they're really into this cause and as well as just like overseeing everything so like coming up with ideas it's like i'm like okay i think it would be a good idea to have a self-defense workshop because a lot of people would benefit from that so i just kind of give that idea to the event coordinator so it's kind of like um kind of i guess delegating work and also like making like kind of making sure the volu- like volunteers like are all contributing equally and it's like a fun environment
1: Yeah, and I think that, you know, as a leader, you kind of, you're doing a good job, and I think that it, you know, that you kind of, as a leader, you kind of wanted to make a fun environment, and, every, you know, obviously, you don't want people kind of not doing their job, but you also want to make it fun for them, and, yeah. you know, kind of make that job more exciting for them, and I think that you're honestly doing a great job, so another question I kind of had is, do you have plans to have, like, satellites across the USA with, like, events? or? um like yeah, like events that have to do with keep me safe?
2: Um I'm not sure what you mean by satellites.
1: Um I, it, I I meant more kind of like that. Do you got do you have like other groups across the USA um with like across the USA to do these events with?
2: Um, not at the moment, but that's definitely something in the future to kind of collaborate with other organizations and host an event together would be, um, a really cool thing to do.
1: Yeah. And I, I honestly think it'd be kind of a great idea to like, you know, kind of publicize, um, you know, publicize your app and kind of reach it out to more people that it would definitely benefit them. Um, and Is there, uh, can you kind of tell us more about like your blog for Keep Me Safe?
2: Yes, so our blog focuses on content related to women's safety issues, such as shifting societal norms and also bringing about a culture change. So it explores the intersection of technology and women's safety. And Keep Me Safe is a registered publication on Medium, so that's where people um, can write their blogs and submit them to. So you can check out this blog at medium.com slash safe.
1: Yeah, and I think that, you know, it's really great that, you know, the blog and then the listeners right now, you guys can go check out her blog. And, I, again, I think it's really great that you have this app. So along, you know, making the app kind of, having volunteers kind of publicizing it kind of what did you learn from like that whole journey of it?
2: That's a good question. So along with building up knowledge for technology and app development it also taught me the importance of perseverance and never giving up even when something seems impossible to do. So that's kind of the lesson I learned from building the app but from the um, making it into a nonprofit, I'd say I learned the importance of teamwork because it's a team that is able to achieve a lot of these events and stuff, and I also learned like the importance of kind of collaboration. So I just want to do a reminder to make sure to download Keep Me Safe for free on the iOS App Store because um, it's a really useful app, especially for women, and it's the one with the pink logo. Also, um, follow Keep Me Safe on Instagram at Keep Me Corp. And if you're interested in becoming a volunteer for Keep Me Safe, email dia.hituvali at keepmesafecorp.org. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much, Dia. And I, it's a great, again, a great app you made. And I think that it's really awesome that you did that. So when we come back from the break, I'll be talking about tips on women's safety. Stay with us right here on Express Yourself Teen Radio and visit www.btsya.org. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America.
2: In this segment, Nihal will be talking about some tips about women's safety.
1: Have you ever felt frightened or intimidated when walking out alone? Or have you ever wondered what you should do if you were approached by an attacker? Well, sadly, this is a society that we face where everyone, but mostly women, have to fear when going outside because of the horrible things that humans do. But there are many things that women are able to do when they're feeling unsafe. And the first thing is practice awareness. And it's kind of more that you always wanna check your surroundings, whether you know, you're know you out with your friends or you're out by yourself. If something doesn't feel right, I it's most likely that something is not right. You would, you always wanna look at your surroundings and see who's there and what other people are trying to do. And a lot of the best strategy actually to help in the case of an attacker is learning self-defense and that can be kicking them or blocking punches and but true self-defense also begins long before any actual physical contact and that's probably the most important is which is practicing your awareness like look at your surroundings see if there's any potential attackers or even know plan an escape route if you in a case there was a a potential attacker in that area and Another one I have found was use your sixth sense, which is kind of the gut instinct that I was talking about. It's kind of that when pe- when you feel something isn't right, it's most likely not right. And the best way to do is to just plan what you can do in a case an attacker did come to you. And all, a, a lot of people, but mostly women, have that gift. And it's where that the few of us pay attention to it, but usually women are able to know or recognize if there is a case where the, the, the around them is just as something isn't right or there's something going on. And the best way, again, like I said, is always plan an escape route in case you're sitting in a restaurant with your friends and an attacker comes or you're walking. Plan some way that you can get away from them. And again, like I've said, it's always take self-defense training. That's probably the most important one. In case an attacker does grab you, they hurt you, the best thing to do is take self-defense so you can defend yourself, you can hurt them back so they don't attack you anymore. And uh, what I've also noticed is a lot of people, you can take your cell phone with you. And the best way to defend yourself is download apps such as Keep Me Safe to you know, make sure that it, it allows like an alarm to go off when people are around you such as Keep Me Safe would do. And let someone know, your friends, your family, if you're not with them, where you'll be. So they can, like if something did happen, if you're kidnapped, they can look around in that area for you. And also don't go out too late. Like I know if a lot of people, they go to dinner too late and they get back from it late. But just try, if you could avoid that, try to avoid it because that's when attackers... Take it as their chance to hurt somebody because it's late. There's not a lot of people around. It's easy for them to kidnap somebody or hurt somebody. And another good thing is store unattended valuables, such as a computer or a nice purse. If you have it, a nice like, cell phone or a nice computer on you, the best thing to do is put it in your car or put it in your bag so people don't notice. Because mostly attackers, they notice something nice that you're wearing and they... Try to hurt you so they can rob that. Or if you know if you're in your car and you park your car at a workplace, the best thing you can do is place it in a bag that's hidden or place it in the trunk because people will see maybe like a nice computer lying in your car seat and they'll break the window or they'll wait till you get in the car and then try to hurt you and steal the thing that you have. And it's it's often very dangerous to do that. So the best thing to do is hide them in the trunk or if you're walking, put them in the bag that you have so it's not visible to anybody that would want to steal it.
2: Those are some really good tips. And I think that they're very helpful and practical for people um, and women to use in their daily life. So thank you so much for sharing that. So the first question I was wondering is, do you feel that technology and social media are good or bad for safety?
1: Um, Technology and like social media they have the good benefits and the bad. So, like, for example, a lot of teenagers, including me, like, we post pictures on Instagram or, you know, you make TikTok videos or sometimes you post something on Snapchat or Facebook and people often know where you're at because it's easy to recognize. They, like, for example, on Snapchat, you have, like, the maps that it shows where you're at. You can turn it off, but a lot of people don't and it shows where you're at. Or, like, TikTok, it's, it's easy for people to you know, if they really wanted to hurt you to hack into it and kind of find out where you are or where where your location is at. And this can help in certain cases where your friends and your family know where you're at and they know where to look for you if something happens or they know where to watch out for you. But this can also be bad, like I said, because people can, like potential attackers can find out for you or somebody can stalk you or plan on hurting you. And I think that children, like younger children, maybe under like the age of like 14, they using like these apps like Instagram or TikTok or like these social media apps, they need to be they have to have parental guidance because without a parent, like sometimes kids can do something that they don't realize that's bad, but it is bad and it can end up for them being hurt. So I would say technology is kind of like a double edged sword. It's bad and it's good at times. and. It's helpful, but sometimes, you know, it can hurt somebody, too.
2: Yes, technology definitely is, as you said, a double-edged sword because it really makes sense how it can be really dangerous for younger kids who don't really know how to use social media, but at the same time, it's really helpful in knowing, like, where your loved ones are and making sure that they're in a safe location at a safe time. So the other thing i was wondering is what is the best way for someone to protect themselves against an attacker if they don't know self-defense
1: uh that's a good one it, and i honestly think that this one's also very important like i've said before the best way is to always scan your surroundings you know you know just if you know that something's not right it most likely isn't right and like you know plan your escape like i've said and it's just be aware and plan your next move in case something does happen and, and what I've also noticed when like researching this topic was that people often, like when we get into our cars after we ate lunch with our friends or you know after a lot of people get back from work, we kind of tend to sit in our cars and then check our phone very quickly, see what's happening, and we don't drive off. And it, a study showed that mostly attackers take that as their chance. They will see that somebody's on their phone, they're distracted, they're not like paying attention and they don't lock the door so they'll take that chance and they will come in the passenger seat or in the back passenger seat and they'll try to hurt you that way and what I what the study the researchers said the best thing to do is don't get in the car and check your phone is to get in the car lock the doors and drive home or drive to a location where there's not a lot of people and if you really need to go on your phone check it then and I think the best other way is kind of carry something on you. And I don't mean like a weapon. I kind of more mean like the best thing to carry for women to carry on with them in case of an attacker is pepper spray. And my mom also carries pepper spray and, and a couple of my friends, they also carry pepper spray. And the next another best thing to do is, you know, like I've said, is kind of download apps that like keep me safe that can help you in the case of an attacker. Or if you do see somebody trying to follow you walk to the nearest store where people are. That way the attacker won't try to attack you in the public place. And if you can, not tell the, somebody that works in that public place where well, they'll call the police or wait till that stalker attacker kind of leaves and you think it's safe for you to kind of go home or go into your car. And I think those are the best ways for somebody to protect themselves if you know they don't know self-defense.
2: Those are some really good tips that would be really helpful, especially the car one. That's statistically like one of the most um, dangerous like scenarios like when you're in your car because you're in a, um, in Keep Me Safe Self-Defense Workshop, the um, Juliana Porsche also kind of touched on this, which is basically like when someone's in their car, it's like their most vulnerable position because they're not really paying attention to anything and it's easy to get trapped inside your car. So it's a really important thing to be aware of. And another important thing is parking garages because, um, usually like in a parking garage at night, it's very unsafe, so there's a tip that you can always just ask the security guard to walk with you to your car and they'll be more than happy to do that because that's part of their job. So that's just another tip that I'd like to add in. But thank you so much for all the information from your segment. It's super informative and helpful Women safety tips that are very applicable to people's lives. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for this segment. Please show your love for Express Yourself Teen Radio by donating on btsya.org.
1: We are out of time for today's show. As always, we express our gratitude to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryant, Be The Star You Are, and our Voice America Empowerment Crew, especially our our audio engineer, Josh. Thanks to our guests from across the world and a huge thank you to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. Be mindful of your environment, everyone. Keep yourself safe and download Keep Me Safe at the iOS App Store. Always remember to speak up, speak out, and express yourself.
0: Between the lights if you would let your